Get ready to hit the ice with Nate and Ron on Vegas Rinkside Rundown, the podcast that turns the spotlight onto youth hockey in Las Vegas. Welcome back to Ringside Rundown. My name's Ron, and I'm here with Nate. Oh, I already said your name, right? Usually I don't. Yeah, you don't say my name, but we're chilling here in Boise. Nice long drive for me. Short little flight for you. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. It was short, sure. You know, it was was definitely uh, not a long drive. But you split yours up a little bit, right? You want six hours. Yeah, it took about seven-ish to get to Ogden because there was a bunch of rain, but... Uh, stayed over in Ogden. I was actually in the uh, same little hotel area that we were in uh, when we came up to Utah at the beginning of the month. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. So, so you were comfortable, familiar. Yeah, I knew where I was. It was it was fine. Uh, but I only ended up staying there for about four hours. Uh, checked in, checked out, hopped on the road, drove drove to the west way, rest of the way to here to Boise. I will say that uh, some beautiful scenery as I drove up. Oh, I bet. Um, you know. Twin Falls is a beautiful place, lots of trees, lots of lakes, uh, lots of mountains in the background. Uh, so far, so good here, up here in Boise. So, tonight's episode is going to be more about, you know, your kid playing hockey, uh, maybe just starting off, really, uh, depending on the age, you know, uh, being asked to do um, something maybe you didn't think you'd yeah. want them to do. Maybe switch positions, maybe learning a little bit of a different way to play his position, whatever he's playing. Um, you know, there's several different offensive formations that you can run. So, you know, it could be a, a number of things your kids ask to do. Absolutely. In addition to that, we're definitely going to be talking about what's going on in North Las Vegas. Yeah, now, sure. from the news report, if you would listen to last night's uh, ringside rundown uh, midweek edition you heard a little bit about um, hockey coming to north las vegas well hockey kind of is already there so it's a little bit um, misleading i would say but we'll talk a little bit about that but right now we're gonna go into tall tales app i'm here with my good buddy nate and tall tales is an app that you can utilize to have a Vast knowledge of stories and surprises <laughs> and uh, just, you know, just an ima- your imagination, whatever you want to say to the app, will be able to what, Nate? Tell me a little bit about well, it. Well, I mean, it's just going to write you a customized story, you know, and uh, unique to you, your child, and your, you know, bedtime experience with them just to make it go a little smoother. So you're not... Always on the hook for that, you know, coming up with that interesting story that's going to put them to bed. Yeah, because uh, this this podcast might put you to bed, too. Uh, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but talltales.app, go to your Google Play or your Apple App Store, search up Tall Tales. Uh, you can also find them on talltales.app.app, and it will work on any Google or Android device. Awesome. So let's talk North Las Vegas hockey because I think that's the big, big one. There's a lot of, first and foremost, they have a lot of different teams. That North Las Vegas hockey team is called Las Vegas Ice Warriors. Mm -hmm. They're housed out of the Fiesta Ice Arena. 
off of Rancho and like Cary, like the cross streets. Yeah. Um, there was just a big announcement the other day that VG, Vegas Golden Knights and Vegas Junior Golden Knights director Darren Elliott came in to uh, announce that they are taking over, um, I wouldn't say ownership, but they're a partnership, we'll say, with, uh, I believe it's a Goya uh, investment firm. Mm-hmm. And they're going to bring in, revitalize the current rink, put in some money. Is what I'm. What was he? What Darren Elliott was saying. Um, but he does not want to displace the kids. Well, I think I think by displace, what he really meant there was they want to make sure that that current rink stays in operation until they get, in his words, the new beautiful ice yeah. rink center there. Um, so what really I think brought this on was that you know there's a lot of requirements for the league nhl as a league to give the franchise to vegas yeah uh and part of the proposal to the nhl was that i believe the original proposal was 10 sheets of ice in vegas um and i'm not sure what counts does dollar loan center count does yeah t-mobile count i'm not sure but uh, so what I've heard lately is that they need to ha- ensure that they have uh, seven sheets. Okay. And so this will bring that total to seven right now. Okay. Right. So And then they're going to build two more, um, but they're going to turn that current ice rink into an indoor sports facility. Okay, uh, so, so so when you say seven re- sheets, we're talking yeah. about the two sheets of ice at CNA Arena. Yeah, two sheets of ice at America America First Arena, formerly the Lifeguard Arena out in Henderson, right? That's four sheets. Are you thinking T-Mobile? Does that count as a sheet? It's not really used as a community, so that I would say not that. I don't think those count. I think my, and dollar may do- not. Dollar may not. So we're at four. They mm-hmm. take over this would make five, but if they keep this as a, a, and build two more rinks, they can get to seven. But I think I think uh, the the Las Vegas Ice Center's two sheets of ice count uh, for community rinks. I think the 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 goal is to have ten sheets of ice for the community in Vegas. Even though Storm uh, or Las Vegas Ice Center has no affiliation with Vegas, you know, there's no affiliation. It's Part of the community. Part of the community. Okay. And I think um, VGK organization is under obligation to make sure that they stay operating. But are they under the obligation to keep Las Vegas Ice Warriors state staying operating? I don't think they're under any obligation to. Uh, I haven't. I've, I've. I've put out a request to see if I could. Um, if I, if, I, if I knew anybody that or a friend of mine knows anybody that has. Uh, access to like the agreement, the actual agreement. Yeah, um, but I haven't got anything back on that. But and of course, this is all we're just speculating on some of this stuff. We know what came out because the news reported it. Yeah. Obviously, we know that they're in November. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights are going to be taking over November twentieth. I believe is the date. And he doesn't want to displace the kids while they're making you know new sheets of ice and all that stuff. Um, Las Vegas Ice Wars not run by Vegas Junior Golden Knights. No. Darren Elliott, not. 
not. Um, I will say though, in the uh, bylaws, they make. I don't know. I'll have to read over the the bylaws for the Nevada Amateur Amateur Hockey Association. Naha. So there might be there might be some obligation to make sure that that uh, Las Vegas Ice Warriors doesn't fail, so that they have a certain number of. And let's teams. be very clear. I don't think Las Vegas Ice Warriors is failing at all. No, no, I don't think it's it's yeah. just a matter of. Are, will they be allowed to operate out of that rink? Yeah. Right? So it, it all comes down to ice time, right? How, how much ice time is available. Yeah. Um, now, um, currently, there, there, there's quite a bit of ice time available there. Yeah. Um, I think it's a very underutilized sheet of ice. Uh, and, and as they add the two new additional sheets, there'll be more, obviously. Sure. Um, so I think... I don't think there's anything that would preclude the organization from using that, utilizing that ice sheet. I don't know how their financial structure will work, right? Because they might be giving themselves, being that they operate that ice sheet currently. Yeah. Um, they might be giving themselves a really good deal. Let's say like $150 an hour for the whole sheet for their practices or something. Yeah. Um, and so, that's, you know, when you when you pay for your child to participate in travel hockey and that's what we're talking about we're talking about the las yeah. vegas ice warriors as a travel hockey organization yeah um when you pay for that a, a large large portion of that money is allocated towards ice time right and so you know per kid ice time i think runs runs anywhere from 20 dollars all the way up to 45 dollars, depending upon the time of day and whatever so, per per session, right, you're paying between twenty and forty five. However, maybe, you know, Las Vegas Ice Center knocks that down to I think it's about eighteen dollars, and so maybe, uh, currently the, the 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 interesting thing to me is, what's that cost for Ice Warriors, and is that going to make any changes for that? That that's my concern is that. They won't be able to practice as much because maybe the ice will cost more. That's that. true. That's that's a good point. Las Vegas, Las Vegas Ice Warriors still continues on. They're actually going to be out in Arizona uh, this weekend with their with their kids. Uh, the 14UB, the 14UA, I believe, if not the 16UA Select um, or A and Select. They have two 16U yeah. teams. But nevertheless, uh, you know, this is an interesting scenario. I think I, I definitely didn't see it coming. Honestly, I thought um, there was discussion about two sheets of ice, but it felt more like it was going to come from some organization that was going to support the Las Vegas Ice Warriors. Uh, the, I always I make a running joke on this because what, so Vegas Junior Golden Knights coming in, what are they going to call them? The the Vegas Junior Golden Ice Warriors? Like, are they going to combine both teams? Are they going to? And and I had kind of precluded this. And, and have this conversation on last night's podcast that's, that I said they currently don't have all levels of travel at their current facilities. Well, I think what I, uh, I asked a couple people, and I think that's about around ice time. That's why I was having, having that little bit of the discussion previously we were t- I was yeah. talking about. So I believe that that... 
um, so there was two reasons that I was told. Uh, one was ice time. They just don't have the ice Correct. time That's to a big run one for more everybody. teams. Yep. Right? Yep. So they wanted to have maybe a, one more Bantam team and maybe a 16U team at that level for the Silver Knights, but there's just no ice time available. Yeah. And so maybe they do become the Henderson, Sil- the Silver Knights yeah. over there at Ice Warriors, utilizing that ice time. Okay. Um, I, I really hope that they keep the, the organization, they keep allowing that organization to, run, to operate because I think it's beneficial for Vegas to have that additional organization in the city. Yeah, the reality of it is, is that Las Vegas needs more variety. Yeah. If, if we're talking hockey, right? And the only downfall of the expectation from the NHL to, to the real Vegas Golden Knights and, and Bill Foley is to provide more sheets of ice, but that comes under the management mm-hmm. of... Vegas Golden Knights management yeah. to run it. Right now, it's Darren Elliott that oversees a lot of that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that they're required to run. I think they're just required to ensure that the community has a certain number. Of- but they, right now, they're run, they would be running five sheets. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're required to make sure that there's X amount of sheets. And if there's not, who can afford it? It's not like you and I can go out and just build an ice sheet. No. Though we talked about it, that'd be <laughs> yeah. great. And I'm sure if, if we had enough buy-in from parents, I'm sure we could probably get one built. Yeah, There's a lot of parents that would be very interested in having a little piece of that. Um, the only problem is it's not reality. The reality is, is the money is going to come from either an established program Las Vegas Storm, or you know, uh, La- uh, Las Ve- uh, Vegas Junior Golden Knights, or the Ice Warriors, Naha, and you guys can check out our. The Naha is linked on onto our website at www.vegasringside.com. If you go to our resource page, I think it is. I think it's just down at the bottom in the footer. Okay, it's down in the bottom in the footer, you'll see Naha. You can click on that, and you can actually read all the laws, and yeah. and that's very interesting. But like, and and we can get into that later. But right now, the expectation is is there's so many sheets of ice. They need more sheets of ice. You can't grow any programs if you don't have enough sheets of ice. That's some of the struggles that we're seeing over at uh, Las Vegas Ice Center. Um, we would, if you ask other coaches from outside the state, the programs cost more, but they you get more for it, and you don't travel as much. Yeah. So, like, for example, we'll use Minnesota, Chicago, Detroit, Colorado. Those teams, we, I interviewed um, Nick Rusa, who, which we will bring in that uh, on this podcast. If not, it's, it's coming up on next one for sure. Um, he's for the Lafayette Locomotives out of Colorado. His season for the YMC Lafayette Locomotives is 2700 bucks. That's their cost. Wow. Because it's a YMCA. YMCA. It's supported by the community, and it's cheap. And they don't have to fly to Vegas or fly to Dallas. They don't have to go anywhere. They can play the 
15 teams, different teams and different levels of whatever they want in Colorado. You can go anywhere. So <clears throat> that's the struggle that we have. It's, it's lack of ice. I agree. I, I, I think it's great to have two more sheets of ice. The only thing that really aggravated me about the, 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 new, the news report was they make no mention of the Las Vegas ice warriors that are currently running out of that facility. They made it sound like it's never been there. And it's funny, they, now this wasn't in my podcast, I clipped it out. They had interviewed two people, and let me tell you, the two people they interviewed would have never played hockey, probably doesn't even know what hockey is, <laughs> to be honest with you. So, the, the, the struggle is real for parents out there, I, I completely 100% agree, the struggle is real, especially if your kid's going to those organizations, that now there's things changing and, you know, those kids shouldn't be left in the lurch. You know, are they going to be reabsorbed into Vegas Junior Golden Knights? I don't know, but more to come. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out as it goes. I, I, I really hope that they do the right thing by the kids. That's, that's the important thing here. And I will say that, it, I mean, it's going to be nice to have the two new sheets. And, you know, while it, like, it would be an ideal to have, like, a true community sheet, it's just cost prohibitive to really get that started yeah. unless you have a big donor. I mean, you're talking at least $20 million to think about building a new facility. Yeah, and, and let me just reiterate this. The cost of those two new sheets are not being funded by the North Las Vegas. They are not. Yeah. But they are excited because they feel like there's going to be a sports complex there. Well, it's, I mean, it's a sports complex plus shopping center. It's, it's really, I think it's going to be really good for that community there. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be, you know, quite a revitalization of that particular area. Uh, you, you have the, you just have the Walmart there and then you had the Texas Station and the Fiesta. So they're going to combine those two properties into a, a larger shopping experience center. Sure. And just out of that shopping experience center, what else is going up? Well, I mean, I'm not sure. Do yes, I know? you do know. Brand new homes. Oh, yeah. And speaking of homes, All Western Mortgage will bring you home. And because life takes you places. Life does take you places. All Western Mortgage takes you home. Takes you home. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's our segue into. So if you're buying properties around that area, Reach out to All Western Mortgage. They'll be happy to get you set up on a mortgage, right? Yeah, and it might be, a, you know, might be something to think about. It's going to be they're putting a lot of money into that particular area. Absolutely. When we drove by there the other day, I believe those homes right now are going for like upwards of four hundred thousand. So that's pretty impressive, just for that community yeah. area. So that's all going to benefit North Las Vegas as well. More taxes that come in for them. Good for them. Yeah. All right. That's what they're excited about. I mean, really. So you got a kid playing hockey, and I'm going to set the scenario up. He's going to play. He's not playing travel. He says, Dad, I want to play hockey. And you guys say, parents say, okay. And you take him to one of the three rinks. You do the whole learn to skate. And he actually is pretty decent at skating, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe he had practice. Maybe he had a figure skater uh, teaching them. Who knows? Whatever that reason is, 
your son gets to learn to skate, learn to play, little nights, and now is going to a, a house league team. Mm-hmm. You see as a, as, your, as a parent, you see your kid going, man, he looks pretty good out there. He's fast. He can skate forward. You skate backwards. Better. Decent. Like, he's probably one of the, say, top five of the house league on the team. Mm-hmm. But your coach comes up to you, or really doesn't come up to you as a parent. You notice now your kid's out there and he's playing defense. From a, Nate, you're a coach. You've done house league. Mm-hmm. From a coach's perspective, give me two reasons why you want to move, why that kid's playing defense. Well, I mean, the main reason is ice time, pure and simple, right? Defense, you have usually less kids in that position on the house league team. Most of the time, you'll have two lines where the offense will have three. So if, you're, if you have a really good skater, you want to you keep that skater on the ice. Okay. So that's really the first reason. I mean, you want them like, for the team. However, that's generally going to be the reason the coach does it. However, the reason that I generally take my best skaters and put them on defense is because it's the most beneficial for them. Mm -hmm. They get to see the ice more clearly. They start to understand intuitively as they gain experience in that position what the offensive people are trying to do as they come at them. And then they are generally in position to grab the puck and do something with it at the top of the zone. So um, in, in the generalized experience, based on what I, what I observe and I talk to other coaches, it'll, like, they put their kids on defense because they want, them, just, they want them to be out there longer. Okay. Right? But that being said, as the parent, your kid's going to get benefits from that other than just being out there longer. Right? Yeah. Ice time is a benefit. Uh, but the other benefits are they're going to become better hockey players because they're going to see more. Mm-hmm. Right? They're going to see the game from a different perspective. And their chance of um, chance of developing those next level skills also increases. Okay. Right? Because defense requires an, a higher level of stick work, right? Because you're reacting to what your opponent is doing. Mm-hmm. When, you're, when you're going forward and moving, it's not as difficult as reacting and putting your stick in the right place. Yeah. Right? So by doing that, they're developing that, that stick handling skill. And you'll, you'll notice the kids that do play defense generally will have better stick handling skill. It's not 100%, right? Um, but it's, it's generally true just because they're a little faster with their sticks. Just because that's what they have to be. They have, yeah. to, they have, to, they have to be precise when they go and, and try to knock something away. Um, and then they'll generally be the better skaters because they're working on their forward and backward skating. 
Um, so as a parent, those are the benefits that you'll see. As a coach, me personally, that's what I'm looking to do. If I see a kid has potential, I'm going to put him on defense because I want him to grow faster. Okay. Um, and I will say that of the kids that I've had on our house league teams that have made it to travel, yeah, the ones that all pretty much all the ones that have made it have have gone to from that offense to defense transition and then into travel. Do they go into travel on defense or do they go into travel both. on offense? It's both. both. Okay. Right. So, just because your house league coach is putting you on defense, right, in house league doesn't mean you're going to be on defense and travel. Yeah. Um, it does make you a more well, well-rounded player, and you have the ability to do both. It increases your chances of being selected, right? Because if I'm a travel coach and I'm like, okay, there's this kid who's, who's pretty good on offense, and there's this kid who's about the same, but he also plays defense. Which Dual kid, threat. Right, yeah. which kid am I going to choose, right? I'm going to choose the one where, yeah, okay, I'm going to pick him for offense, but if one of my defenders gets hurt, I can slide him back. Yeah, now I, I see that in, in, in one of our kids on the 14UAA for Storm. I, th- I think the move for him to go from offense, because that's mostly what he was playing, to go back on defense is speed. He's a good skater. Once again, this is what we're seeing, right? Mm-hmm. He's a good skater. But also, when power plays happen, he's not out there on defense. Yeah, He's brought up as a forward to play with his with speed yeah to to make something happen right spark the offense kind of thing um now luckily his parents are super nice and they take they take it all with a grain of salt like it's a positive thing in their mind and and i agree it is a positive it, it thing it is a positive thing um if you'd ask my son to play defense he'll tell you no <laughs> Now it doesn't mean that he wouldn't do it, but he sucks at it. Like he's not that great at it. But I mean that that if but, he would have done that in house league, right? If he would have learned a little bit of it in house league and got accustomed to that, he would have been better at it. Correct. Right. Like my other son, my younger son, he's better defensively than my son is off. You know, like they're they're both play offense, but my other son can play a better. He's a he's a better two way player. Mm-hmm. I mean that's. That's the reality of it. He can come back, forecheck, backcheck, whatever. He can go deep into the corners. Uh, Brandon can do the same. But if you had to put Brandon or Ethan, these are my children, I'd take Ethan on defense before I would take Brandon. And that's just that's how I feel as a father. Um, but we've had, as, as being coaches you know, for House League, we've had parents come up to us a little bit upset. Yeah, that their kid is not out there on offense, and when you put that kind of perspective into into play, um, I know that they will come back and say, because they have, um, thank you. Yeah. You know, I don't think there's a, a single person that's ever come back and said, you know, that was the worst experience my kid has ever had playing defense. The struggle I have though is is because you're 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 making that. I wouldn't say assumption, but you're saying, okay, I'm going to take the little bit better skater. I'm going to put him on defense. Well, what about the, the, the weaker skater on offense? How does that help them? Well, the weaker, well, okay. So the weaker skater on offense can focus on the part, focus on learning, like getting involved in the skating, right? They don't have to like stress about like 
okay, I'm going to get beat or whatever coming back, right? The one that's already the naturally gifted <laughs> skater, yeah, right. He he's he's at he's at the place where he can, you know, learn those next steps, right? Okay, now there's someone coming at me. I have I can't get beat. You can put a little more stress on them. Yeah. Right. So that's a, a, a you know that's why you want your better skaters on defense, right? So Makes the weaker sense. weaker skaters, offense. There's a lot less to think about, mm-hmm. right? You're just kind of like. Okay, there's the puck. I go get the puck. Skate to the puck. Yeah. Right. So, it's a very, very oversimplified, but in the house league, it's it's very much simplified. Yeah. Right. So there's, there's you know, when I teach my house leaguers, it's it's basically just a couple rules. Uh, I've tried to get a little more complicated when I've had more developed teams. Yeah. So, uh, like you and I had a few teams that we had over a few seasons. Yeah. We were able to get a little more complicated. But generally, it's like a few rules. Like, one man on the puck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you don't have the puck, find space. Right? It's, it's very simple rules. So, on, and on offense, there's a lot fewer of those rules to think about so you can develop. Right? So, you're not, like, paralyzed in the game and you're, you're able to just go out there and skate around. And that going out there and skating around is helping you develop as a skater. Mm-hmm. And so that's what you need to focus on, right? The stick work and all that we can we can worry about later once you develop as a skater. And as a parent, it can't be emphasized enough. Skating is number one. Yeah, absolutely. Skating is number one. Power skating kit classes, big one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, getting on the ice, stick and puck, like anything to improve your, your skating ability, mm-hmm. right? Your stamina, your endurance, um, even working one on one with um, with a skating coach, mm-hmm. not hockey, skating, skating coach, right? They're they're pushing you. They're they're put a rope around your waist and have you skate and work on those power moves. You know there are kids that are super fast out there and are just amazing because they're super light on their feet and they're doing crossovers Mm -hmm. and they're doing all this really amazing stuff they this the funny thing is and 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 you probably can articulate this a little bit more there nate even though you might not have the hockey sense you would take a chance on somebody that has those skating ability um you know the, those fine motor skills, the twitch, the twitching, mm-hmm. the the intangibles we call it in hockey. Like if they had the those things, you could work on the hockey sense. Yeah, there's there's so I've I've, I've had the, the the good fortune of talking to a few hockey scouts um, these past few months, and the number one thing I get from them is is hips and feet. Look at hips and feet. And I, I kind of went into that um, a little bit with, with one of them. Um, I'm terrible at names. His, name, his first name was Jason. Okay. Uh, he was, he was, a, he was a, a regional scout for the Tampa Bay... Uh, Lightning? Lightning. I wanted to say Devil Rays. I know it's a baseball team. I don't know why that. Yeah, that, that, that's totally not what we're talking about. <laughs> so, uh, that, that, sorry, uh, but but yeah. So, 
And and first and foremost, this is a, this is dating you. It's the Rays now. It's not even Devil Rays. I know. Devil's I know. gone. Yeah, I get it. I get it. That, that was in my head, and I was I knew it was wrong. I was trying not to say it. It, it sounded, but here we are. We're yeah. Um, anyways, so uh, a good friend of mine is the the the, the CFO of of the Tampa Bay. That's why it was because he's the CFO of the Tampa Bay baseball team and hooked me up with Jason. Um, oh, okay, cool. And uh, my guy is named Guy. He's, it's kind of fun. Uh, so, yeah. It, he so, was saying hips and... He was saying hips and feet. Hips and feet. Okay. You look at hips and feet. Um, what you're looking for is what he calls quiet feet. Quick, quiet feet. So he wants to see stability on the ice. He doesn't want to see chatter. Like So chatter, by chatter, I mean the blade is jumping all around the ice. Yeah, you might even say chatter is like those kids that kind of run. Yeah. Right? They're not really... They're not, they're not smooth not th- through the correct. transition. Yeah. Um, so you don't want to see chatter. You want to see quick, very quick, but very quiet feet. And you want to see bending at the hips, and you want to see uh, hips that sort of s- stay. So a couple of the kids on our team, like my son doesn't use any of it to his advantage, but he has, he has very uh, sort of that stuff that, that he's looking for. Yeah. And that's from like his figure skating background. Because yeah. that's, part of the, that's part of what you get taught there is all that control. Yeah. Right? And so that's what, that's what you're looking for like in, in the talent, right? And so that's what they're like, okay, even at the NHL level, if I get a kid that, ha- that has all this stuff to build on, I'm going to take that over a kid that's just got a fantastic shot, right? Yeah, because you can teach the shot. You can teach the shot. I mean, but what you can't there's, there's, do... There's, there's a limitation to that. Sure, right? but <laughs> what you can't do is you cannot correct bad habits. It's hard to do. Yeah. Like a kid that has gone three, four years of skating, chattery, you know, very... Mm-hmm. that's going to be a really tough habit to break. Absolutely. And we, we noticed that with some of the kids um, that are a little bit older than our kids, that even the parents have come up to us and be like, yeah, he's got bad habits. He's, got, he's not the best skater because he just has these bad habits. And because of his age and, and how late, we're not talking squirts or mites. We're not talking eight-year-olds and nine-year-olds or seven-year-olds. We're talking... 16, 15, 16, 17-year-olds that still have those same habits that were taught, mm-hmm. you know, seven years ago, eight yeah. years ago. And unfortunately, because just like a, a golfer, like a kid trying to learn his own swing, once you've learned it, like I've got the biggest chicken arm there is. <laughs> and it's, it's hard for me to get that arm straight and locked and turned in and work with the wrist. Same with kids as they get older. You can... It's easier, it's easier to work with kids that don't have a shot because they can learn the shot. Like, mm-hmm. you can learn that. Yeah. Like, I can learn to hit the golf ball, right? Yeah. But it's, do I have the structure, the foundation that will lead me to that best drive? And because I don't in golf, or because I don't, I'm not a great skater, which I think I am, but nevertheless, as a kid... 
those are really hard to mold and change as you get older, don't you? Yeah, agree? once you get set in your ways on, on the skating, it's really because skating is so much about balance. And once your body finds the way to balance itself, yeah. Like if you, it's all about like how old you are in skating, right? Are you, have you been skating for five years and now we've got to break bad habits, or have you been skating for a year and a half and we got to break bad habits? Yeah. So you can be thirteen and been skating for a year and have bad habits. It's gonna be easier to teach you to break those habits than if you're thirteen and you've been skating for five years. Yeah. So I don't want parents to think that like, oh, my kid's just starting; he's got bad habits, but he's older. No, no. It's, it's, a, it's about the age. How long have you been skating? How long have those habits been there? Yeah. So because a lot of that is your, your body's just natural learning of how to behave on the ice. And so that, that's why, I mean, I, I, I really like the, the, the skating coach, the power skating. And even if, even if you get a chance, figure skating. Don't discount that. Yeah. Um, that's, you know, the, like... The, the the best analogy I can make to that is offensive linemen in football take mostly take ballet or yoga, right? Yeah. Because it helps them in their flexibility their, and, and other things. Figure skating can help you in backward skating, speed and power mm-hmm. and control. Most, the biggest thing is that control to give you those quiet feet, right? Yeah. Um, now, figure skaters use it because... It looks prettier. Yeah. Right? And But hockey players use it because that quick, quiet feet, you're able to apply more force to the ice on a consistent basis. And I would say, you guys want a good example? Look at Connor McDavid. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that guy, that guy is just power and smooth and crossover, crossover, crossover. But it's not chattery. Yeah, it's not. It's it's very, it's it's very smooth. It's very consistent. Mm-hmm. And it's very quiet. Um, so like the when his feet hit the ice, it's 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 a solid strike on the blade, full blade strike. There's no and there's even pressure across across the blade going into the ice. So if you have questions. Coach Nate, even though he's one of the puckin' dads, will be happy to answer him. Just hit him up at info at VegasRingside.com. That's info at VegasRingside.com. You have questions for me, I'd happy to i be happy to answer them. Same, same email address. <laughs> info to make at it Ve- easy here for you guys. I know, right? <laughs> info at VegasRingside.com. Also, don't forget to check out our website at www.vegasringside.com. Also, hit us up on Instagram. We need followers. Folks, we need 500 of them. Of you. Of our fans. (laughs) We're somewhere around a a little over 100. So if you can help us spread the word, it's Instagram is at Vegas Ringside Rundown. So just find us at Vegas Ringside Rundown on Instagram. Send us a message. Say hi there. Um, I get a lot of our information going out there. Moving forward, and and I think these are topics that we will be bringing up uh, periodically, along with like the travel program, and 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 we kind of touched on you know 
16U and 18U and all that stuff. But we can, if there's something specific you want us to talk about, let us know at info at VegasRingside.com. Or, yeah, info at VegasRingside.com. So a uh, couple things coming up right now. This weekend coming up, we've got Vegas, um, excuse me, we got Las Vegas Ice Warriors, 14UAA playing in Boise. That's where, we, that's where we're at right now. We're actually talking on a couple microphones <laughs> in the hotel room, having the conversation. Uh, there's, they have five games is what I heard, guaranteed for this weekend. Okay. Which is great. So we're going to be playing. Uh, That's the Las Vegas Storm. Oh yeah, what did I say? Ice Warriors. Ice Sorry, got Ice Warriors on the mind, but it's the Storm. Well, fourteen U Ice Warriors is in Arizona, so it, I didn't make too much of a mistake. <laughs> so fourteen U Double A Las Vegas Storm will be out here in Boise, Idaho, playing in a tournament that's going to feature teams like the Steelheads. Uh, the, Team from Coeur d'Alene. I don't know their... It's like CB... Is it CBA? Yeah, that's Coeur d'Alene Hockey Academy. Oh, CHA. Okay. Uh, and then... Uh, Ogden. Is it Ogden? Ogden Junior Mustangs are here. Uh-huh. Like uh, the Idaho Steelheads. I said that. Um, and then... I can't remember the last team that's here. Is it GSE? It might be. I'm not sure. Yeah, it could be. Nevertheless, there's a bunch of hockey going on. We'll report that in the Vegas rinkside rundown midweek edition that we will. on tuesday also for the las vegas ice warriors the 14 ua uh i believe is going to be in arizona but definitely 14 ub is going to be in arizona as a matter of fact couple of updates on that team um the so kyle fritchie ended up jumping from the 14 ub he ended up getting upgraded to the 14UA team. And Chase Spencer is coming on board for this tournament uh, this weekend as one of the kids ended up having a broken arm. So he was elevated. And then they ended up bringing, which I'm, I'm, I'm actually very happy about to see, um, because as we said, ice time is, you know, ice time, ice time, ice time, is... Um, a kid last name Dukes is 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 there that got elevated to the practice squad. So, you know, great opportunities for these kids to get more ice time, be a part of a team, and potentially be able to travel with them. I'd like to see the Ice Warriors add a third team. There's a lot of kids that still want to play. Uh, but I'm not sure. I believe Idol for this weekend is going to be Las Vegas... Um, Storm, 14UA, their idol this weekend. VGK, 14UAA, I don't believe... I, I believe most of these... Most of these teams are not playing this weekend because they're going to be playing in the following weekend. And we'll report off on that uh, next week. But once again, hit us up at Instagram at Vegas Ringside Rundown. We also have a Facebook group page at Vegas at Vegas Ringside Rundown as well. The 13U AAA. Is that who it is? No, no. The 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 Sin City Rattlers uh, spring and summer teams are advertising for people to sign up for them. 
That's right. So I will be posting that on Vegas Rigside Rundown as well. So if you're listening and your kid uh, doesn't do much over the summer and you want to get him involved, Sin City Rattlers is a great opportunity. There's a few dads out there that will actually generate teams mm-hmm. um, for kids to play. And we'll talk more about summer stuff when it gets closer to summer. Right now, we're freezing our heinies mm-hmm. off in, in Boise, Idaho, somewhere around 45 degrees. Uh, Nate, anything else to add? No, I think we covered it pretty well today. All right. Well, listen, folks, thank you for listening to this podcast. Please tell all your friends to like and follow and share. And once again, my name's Ron, one of the Puckin' Dads, and I'm here with Nate, and we're out.